Hello. Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our story segment. Today we have a holiday story, a Christmas story based on the experiences of a young friend, Michelle. She says that what she enjoys about Christmas is that it brings people together. And in her words, one of my fondest memories is making traditional Goan Christmas sweets such as neuris, bibik, kalkals, and dodol with my grandma. She would patiently show me how to roll the dough into a fine layer and use the cutter to get it in perfect shape. Her sweets used to turn out always beautiful, while mine were not as great. But like they say, the beauty of a trip is not the destination, but the journey itself. And now to our story, the Christmas sweets. I broke the cashew nuts into small pieces while my grandmother squeezed the grated coconut. The milk ran down through the strainer and filled the bowl. I saw that. Child, if you eat the jaggery now, the dodol won't be sweet enough. Remember that. Grandma smiled, her eyes twinkling. Christmas was in one week, and we had been making sweets for a week now. My grandmother's kitchen was huge. It was also as busy as a bazaar, for people dropped in, bringing bags of food, tasting one sweet here and one sweet there. The firewood in the stove crackled, mingling with the laughter in the room. But best of all, was a mix of smells floating in the air. Coconut, melting jaggery, butter, sugar, roasted cashews, and cardamom. Mmm. If I could eat the air, I bet it would be delicious. Oh, so you have a little helper in your kitchen, I see. A booming voice announced the arrival of our neighbor, Mrs. Lobo. Hello there, Mona. Grandma greeted her friend. Here, Mimi. This is my granddaughter, Smitha. She is visiting us this year, and I thought you two might keep each other company. Mrs. Lobo moved to her side, and a pretty girl with smart glasses stood smiling shyly. Oh, Go play, Mimi, Grandma waved me away. Do you want to play in the garden? I went toward the back door. As always, my little sister Nessa trailed behind us. At tea time, Dad brought the tin of kalkals down from the cupboard, and we sat around munching. I have to go to my art class in a bit. I'll come over. When it ends, I told Smitha. Why don't you take Smitha with you? I'm sure your art teacher won't mind. I'll call and let her know, Ma told me. I didn't need any other reminder. Smitha and I ran to my room, grabbed my art supplies and drawing pad, and walked out. How come she gets to go to class with her friend? I heard my sister complain. We giggled and hurried away before they decided to send Nessa with us. 
The class was fun. Smitha and I worked together. The others were curious, but we were so busy with our project that no one could talk for long. Finally, we hung our paintings to dry. Trisha had been waiting to talk to us. Well, to Smitha. Hi, she waved at Smitha. Hi, Smitha waved back. One by one, the girl surrounded Smitha and wowed her painting. Then, they bombarded her with questions. All right, kids, don't forget to sign up to bring something for the class party on Saturday. Smitha, you are welcome to join us for the party, said Miss Alicia. Oh, Miss Alicia? I'm bringing my grand's famous kalkals, Trisha called out loudly, her eyes never leaving Smitha. Oh, good, Miss Alicia beamed. My grand, she makes the best kalkals in this village, Trisha explained to Smitha. She and I are going to make some tomorrow. I'll bring it to the party on Saturday, she continued. Smitha looked at me. But we managed not to laugh. My grandmother also makes delicious sweets, Janet added. Now, now, girls, let's not make this a competition. Everyone feels that their grandma makes the best sweets here. See you all on Saturday. The art teacher shooed us home. Smitha and I sped out of the door and onto the pavement. Trisha's voice sounded loud and clear behind us. But Miss Alicia, everyone knows that my grandmother won the prize at the... Smitha and I giggled and skipped home. That night, I hugged my grand tight before I slumped into my bed. We have four more days before the Christmas party. Making sweets has become a serious business, Grandma. I mumbled between my yawns. Oh, a serious business, is it? Then we must be serious about it. I'll have everything ready before you get back from school, she promised. Smitha is coming here to make sweets with us, I told her, and closed my eyes. School couldn't end soon enough for me the next day. I hopped off the bus and saw Smitha waiting for me at the bus stop. We waved to Mrs. Lobo and walked home. When I came down ready to cook, Mama raised her eyebrows. Oh, I've never known you to freshen up so quickly before, Mimi. Maybe we should ask Smitha to move here. But what about my friend Anna? Can she move here too? Nessa again. The kitchen looked ready for us, but where was Grandma? Mimi, I'm going over to pick up Grandma from her friend's house. You can make the kalkals when she gets back. Mama called out and shut the door behind her. We looked at all the ingredients waiting for us on the table. Atta, sugar, salt, baking powder, eggs. Looking at the eggs gave me an idea. Smitha, let's boil the eggs so that it is ready when Grandma gets here. I pulled the pan and filled it with water.
Mama had just taught me to make boiled eggs, so I knew to turn the stove on to boil the pot of water. Yes, yes, let's, Smitha agreed, and grabbed the bowl of eggs and washed them. Plop, plop, she dropped them gently in the pan of water. Then we sat on the floor to read some comics. I don't know how long it was before we heard the front door open. Hi! We are back. We're waiting. They're waiting. Nessa, get your homework. The house burst into life. Smitha and I shoved the comics into a bag and ran to greet Grandma. Hold on, dears. I'll be there in ten minutes, she reassured us. Mimi, check if Nessa's work is correct. I'll be there in a second, said Mama. So Smitha and I stood there, peering over Nessa's head, checking her homework. Bang! A gunshot? Bang, bang! Bang, bang, bang! Six shots? Nessa flew off her seat, her fingers digging into my arm. Mama froze with one foot in the air. Grandma peered out of her room, her face all eyes. Mama put her finger on her lips and shook her head at us. She tiptoed down the steps and picked up a heavy brass flower vase. Grandma silently padded towards us with a long-handled broom. I unpeeled Nessa's fingers off me and made to follow them. No, no. She shook her head silently, her eyes ordering me to stay there. So the three of us stood unmoving, our hot breath on each other. My mother stood with her back to the wall and slowly peeped into the kitchen. Grandma stood right behind her, the broom handle ready to crush the intruder. And then the vase fell from my mother's hands. Grandma looked confused just for a second there, and then she stepped into the kitchen too. Ah? What happened, Grandma? Nessa ran to her, Smitha and me right behind. Smashed remains of the eggs lay all over the kitchen, on the ceiling, the wall, and more crumbling onto the floor. Oh, the eggs! What happened to the eggs? We boiled them so they would be ready for the culcals. You boil the eggs for the culcals? The grown-ups looked at me, puzzled. Yes, I saw the eggs and Mama taught me to boil them. I thought, if I get them ready, my eyes filled with tears and threatened to drown us all. Grandma wrapped me in her arms and hugged me tightly. What a lovely thought. We have to teach you to cook some more dishes. Let's clean up the kitchen together. We don't have any eggs left, but how about we bake nankatais for your party? She hugged me. I don't know about Smitha, but Nessa and I have never worked that hard to clean up the kitchen, ever. Grandma measured the atta. You need a pinch of salt and then some sugar. We added them one by one into our bowls. Cardamom, don't forget the cardamom. 
she crushed the pods with her balin. Then came the ghee. We poured it into the flour. The dough crumbled in our hands as we mixed it all up. Oh, that called for more ghee. Mama passed us some more. Soon the dough was soft and smooth. Grandma took a pinch and rubbed it between her fingers. Mmm, she nodded. Time to spread butter on the trays so the biscuits don't stick. Smitha and I rolled the dough into small balls and patted them down into little flat plates, rows after row of nankatais. Nessa put a cashew on each nankatai and gently pressed it down. Grandma slid the trays into the oven. Mom dragged Nessa back to her homework while Smitha and I read her comics. Gluck, 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 my stomach growled. Oh, that makes me so hungry. I took a deep breath as the smell of the nankatais floated into the room. We heard the sound of the trays being pulled out and we ran to the kitchen. Nessa's hand came up and I swatted it before she could touch the nankatai. You're not sharing, she whined. It's hot. You'll burn your hand. I pretended that I didn't care about the biscuits. Girls, there's enough for everyone. Get yourself a plate. Grandma checked the biscuits to see if they looked right. Oh, it is delicious. A piece fell out of Smitha's mouth, and she jumped trying to catch it. I bit into mine, and the nankatai melted in my mouth. On Saturday, Smitha and I carried our tins of nankatai to class. Trisha was there, waiting to show us her grandma's kalkals. We put the container of nankatai on the table. Halfway through the party, I came back for more, but the tin was empty. Feeling happy, I told my teacher the story of the exploding eggs. I think that was a good thing because your grandma makes the best nankatai, Trisha said, taking another bite of the biscuit on her plate. Okay, so maybe her grandma does make the best kalkals on our street. That is the end of our story today. Merry Christmas, my friends. We hope you make many happy memories with your friends and family as you celebrate Christmas. Do check out our Teacher to Parent segment posted on Wednesdays, where we talk about various topics related to education in India. And do come back next week, for we have more stories. Until then, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. (music) 